now sits in the hold of Belkson, surrounded by tribes of hostile orcs. The situation is bad enough that the townsfolk keep a vow to keep their hope knives close, to finish themselves off before the orcs can do worse to them. But now come evils worse than before, for trouble follows true now like crows. A simple suicide is just the first step to uncovering a conspiracy of orcs, dragons, giants, and more. Trunal's defenders will journey across the Minespin Mountains, passing through fire and death till the lightning falls. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPG MP3, present Giant Slayer, a Pathfinder adventure path. Episode 6. When last we left our intrepid dwarven hero, he had rescued a paladin. Yay! That was pretty great. So, you engaged in a pitched and terrifying battle against, um, Daktane brutally slaying him. I recall cursed brutally slaying him. Yeah, but you you brutally killed, you you brutally wounded Gear, and she is very upset about it, but currently she's unconscious, so less so right now. Um, you captured her and um, sent word via um, your um, crow friend and pallet that you would like Dragon Graf's assistance in interrogating this prisoner. So, while you wait to see what comes of that, yep. you decided to continue poking around this complex, looted some treasure, went into the furnace room and rescued a paladin. And now, um, Cursed has... Um, gear tied up in some kind of bear trap related contraption in this um, central area and you and um, Sigrun were um, poking around further down. Alright, that's the plan. So, I believe the two of you are about here at present. Yes, we have just finished mucking around here. Yep. Um, So, did you search that room? Uh, we found all of Sigrun's stuff, so presumably yes. Uh. If not, um, we do so. Yeah, so, um, give me a search check looking specifically at the room, because Sigrun's stuff was visible at the top of a pile. Yep. So, um, you have, um, she's poked around in there, but she hasn't had a lot of opportunity to search this room on account of being tied up in here. So... I will give you... You can use first for this one. Uh, I imagine Tomar being Tomar, what we actually did was poke around it before we let Sigrun out. Just on the off chance there's a secret journal here that says, I have nearly defeated the succubus that pretends to be a dwarf and ties yeah. himself to the wall. Alright, I'll give you a quick search check with Cursed. I have a nine to be. Cool. Uh, he got a bigger number than that. Well done there, man. Yep, um... There is basically a pile of rubble. Yeah. Um, and it takes a bit of sorting through the pile of rubble. But while you were in the process of freeing Sigrun and having a poke around here, um, you will also locate, uh, Kirst also locates a very small sack at the bottom, sort of semi buried in the pile. Yeah. It's been quite carefully hidden, but you know, a, a bit of, but, but not so carefully hidden it isn't findable because yeah. that would kind of defeat the point. And, um, it's a very small sack because it contains some very valuable, some small but valuable things. It's got 55 platinum pieces in it. You suspect it's someone's private hoard, but whether that's that Tane or he just never found it, yep. because he never went poking that deeply into the rubble, you couldn't say. 
It certainly was. He certainly had valuables on his person, but it's possible he had a private stash, or someone else had a private stash. So it's possible it was in the. It's possible it was hidden behind the furnace, which has now collapsed and is in this pile. Yeah. So Damar will pull that up, take a look at it, sort of jingle it, throw it into the air, grab spoils of war. <laughs> yep. Cool. All right. So you are now. That was earlier. Yep. You are now back here with Sigrid looking at this door. That was then. This is now. We see a door. Yep, so Sigrun will look thoughtfully at it and, and um, she will say, I actually, I actually came this, I know, I came this way. I fell down the hole up over there. There's a lot of, there's a lot of rubble inside, but I didn't get much of a look at it because I landed on my head. Oh. I came to as he was dragging me out. I heard something. Unlikely to be a pile of orcs twenty deep in there, or would be or would be up to our neck in them by now. But on the other hand, if there's anything in there, we can't leave it to go at our backs. Sound. And we more or less. Um, so in fact, dwarven style. <laughs> and um, she smiles at you. I. Um, get her heavy steel shield and the two of you bash in the door. As the, um, loud, repetitive clanging sounds drift down the hallway, the camera cuts to Kirst, um, sitting with his bow, sitting with his sword pointed over his lap, ready to stab his prisoner if necessary. He looks up and sighs deeply. Join me, team, team ACP penalties. Mm-hmm. Oh, gee, penalty, penalty, penalties. Alright, and you open the door. It's not actually locked, but you know, now it's dented. But it was open dramatically. It That's was the important It part. was open dramatically. I might Tamar might just be trying to a little impress the girl. Well, we all know how that goes. With his brave, um, manly melee combatant skills. <laughs> oh. Alright, so this is quite a big room. Yep. Um, it is filled with quite a lot of rubble and things. And um, we'll describe it to you a little. This once great flagstone hall is filled with statues of different celestial creatures in every corner. An old fire pit in the centre of the room is bordered on all sides by, sides by moth-eating bedrolls. By sh- well, shovels, picks, and other dicking equipment lie strewn about a shadow tunnel walled into the northeastern wall. The ceiling above the tunnel is collapsed, leaving the hole open to the sky above a pile of burnt rubble. So, the hole is here, it's in the ceiling, not the floor. Yeah. Kind of bigger yeah. than that. I see it. Um, but basically, from your perception, you know that there's a big hole in the upper story? Yep. So that would be where Sigrun fell in. Yep, makes sense. She was trying to climb down. Yep. And then realising that there's armor check penalties on athletics as well. Well, you know, it's kind of a, do I climb down without my plate mail into the perilous yep. damaged yep. ruin, or do I keep the plate mail yep. on? And I certainly don't just jump down, because I don't know if it'll fall. Yeah. So, um, basically she'll tell you that she has a rope that she, and it, it is not daft, but, um... Somebody appears to have cut it. Somebody cut it while she was climbing down. Yeah. (laughs) Who she didn't see because her perception is is not remarkable. Hi. 
And then um, that person who was presumably Daktane then kidnapped her while she was unconscious because he could never have swung it otherwise. Aye, story seems plausible. She looks at you slightly confused and then just shakes it off. Alright, where do we want to, where do we want to start here? Um, if there are, uh, there are obviously not 20 half-orcs in the room jumping up and slamming at us. As you glance around, you don't see anything. Um, I imagine... But, um, you know, you'll have to actually poke around. It's, um, yep. it, you can, you can pretty much see because of your dark vision, but, um, you know, there's a lot of different things in here. You will have to actually look around to get a better idea. In the absence of anything else, then we more or less just kind of walk through the middle of the room, taking a slow, slowly and taking a slow survey and a poke around. So I'm not actively searching it at this point so much as just kind of walking around going prod, prod, is there anything jumping out from there? No. Okay. If nothing obvious happens, then we'll actually start searching it. Alright, so um, nothing nothing particular happens on a um, general walk around the room. Um, the you can, But you do notice that over where the tunnel is collapsed, there is what appears to be a body sticking out of it. It looks to be, as you sort of look from a distance, it looks to be a half-orc. Well, halfies aren't here. Uh, but maybe they were here. Look, over there. Ah, oh, I see them. Oh. The two of you, by the way, have just switched to conversing in Dorman. I assume so. Yeah. But oddly enough, it sounds very much like Teldane when it's in the movie. Yeah. So, are you going over to check out the corpse? Well, pretty much. Cool. As you go close, uh, can you give me a perception check? 18. Think that was going to work. Quickly, McGee, you're on your land. You, um, yes, she gets this as well. Um, Sigrin sort of holds up a hand just as Yuri is kind of, uh, your head cocks to the side. Do you hear that? I I heard it before, that that sort of squeaking. And you can indeed hear a little squeaking noise coming from just around the body. And as you look down, you see a very small little rat creature lurch out of the shadows right. and endeavour to bite you. Right. And um, nobody gets a surprise round because you see it coming. Roll for initiative. on the initiative tracker? Yeah, just one just one rat on the initiative tracker. This is a enlarged version of that. That's what you see. So is this like a normal rat-sized rat? Uh, 
It's a little bigger, but it's yeah, it's it's, it's, it's pretty small. As opposed to a it, it's 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 a pretty small. Rat. It's pretty it's it's pretty close to rat size. Regular rat size. Oh, that is the best initiative I will ever see on a twenty-two. Cool. Uh, the rat gets an eighteen. Yep. And Let's see when it gets less. When she eventually gets there, she will do a lot of damage. She um gets a nine. Alright, it's time to ponder the Vex question. Do we have any female heavily armored dwarf miniatures? Uh, we certainly have heavily armored dwarf miniatures. Yes, any of them girls. It depends whether your female dwarves are bearded or not. Uh, no, because... Is that stupid? Because that's stupid. This is the dwarf box. Yeah. That's all dwarves, girls and boys. Yeah. On the other hand, this one you can't really see whether it's a girl or a boy because it's so heavily male. Which, um... I mean, technically you can sort of see that it's a boy, but just barely... It's got a ha- hammer and a shield completely covered in metal. That looks like Siggy to me. They're all, they're all boys. Yep. Cool. All right, and then... Have you got anything very small and nasty in the collection? Incredibly few tiny miniatures. Yeah. Some nice little rust monster rats. Yeah, that'll do. You'll just have to remember it's smaller than you are. The other one is if Sigma wants a... Something less dwarfy and more heavily armoured. No, that's quite alright. She likes um, she likes this one. At least it's clear it's a dwarf. And it's thinner than you, so that's the sign that she's a girl. Yeah, although I'm not sure that would actually be the case, given one would assume she's a good bit stronger than me. No, she is not thinner than you, but that's what we're going to choose to take for our signifier of girlhood. Alright, so you two are about over here because yep. the body is kind of over here and you're investigating that. Little ratty skitters out. Yep. And is clearly heading to have a chomp on you. Yep. Still kind of in the rubble sort of vicinity. Yep. But um, you see it coming, which um, frankly you should not have been able to do, but you rolled pretty well in that perception and it rolled pretty poorly. Yep. And um, you beat it in initiative, so. Yeah. Is, is that um, more or less the scale? Uh. No. And are we in those five foot squares? Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. The map is to scale. Right. So, uh, at that point... I mean, the, the, no, sorry, the, the map isn't to scale because the room is a lot bigger, but you're in these five foot squares of a much bigger room. Cool, that's fine. Um, so, Tamar will... Uh, something over it. Ah, rats! Step back slightly away from it. Pivot the axe and shield away. Out comes the famous Ranseur. Yep. At which point I will poke the rat with it yep. and then step back away from them. Yep. Uh, that's a 20 to hit the rat. Alright. That will do it. I would jolly well hope so, really. Yeah. Uh, the rat may absorb uh, five points of damage. Alright. Yep. And it goes down. <laughs> Alright, 
But the, this could have been a very different result if you hadn't seen it coming. Because it's a rat with rogue levels and sneak attack and things. It, it um, in fact, as it um, I think for dramatic effect, yeah, yeah. um, you see it sort of beginning to almost blend with the shadows, yeah. and it looks and it's um, sort of your sword actually passes clean through its little paws and its little head as though it's um, incorporeal. Yeah. And then, but it didn't get a chance to finish becoming a corporeal, and you brutally stab it in the chest. Well, sort of step back away, you know, almost like slightly contemptuous because yes. it's, it's an ugly rat. You know, pull out the ransom, sort of swing at it, and then what the? <laughs> yeah. Ransom goes into it, blood comes out. And then as, as it dies, it um, becomes kind of a shadow, and you sort of poke the yeah. ransom through it a couple of times, and you can't connect with it at all. It's like it's not there. But it's dead. Is, so. Is he? Are we staying in the initiative? Is anything else? No. No, that was, that cool. was it. Hmm. So, but um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So tomorrow, I'll sort of poke it with the ranseur a couple of times, like look round the room, check nothing else is jumping out. Um, go forward towards it. I ain't never seen a rat like that before. Poke, 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 poke. And Sigrun will crouch down, and her finger goes, her male finger goes right through its um, ghostly, translucent corpse. Nay, weird. Uh, what would I be looking at here for a knowledge ghost rat? Religion, nature? What what manner of beast is it? What's it um, you're looking for a religion check. Right. So Sigrun will make it one. looks religious in there. It's like some sort of ghost rat. I never, I, heard, of, I never heard of rats haunting a place before. I, I don't... I don't think it's a ghost. I think it's... It's some sort of... Shadow creature, maybe. Well, important, I'm pretty conf- I'm pretty confident you killed it, whatever it was. The important thing is it's dead. Aye, nice, nice moves with the ranser. Aye, she's good. I am. Pat the ranser, take the pot cloth out and polish it off because I don't want weird shadow rat greepies on it. Yeah. All right, and um, Sigrun will sort of um, move forward and take a look at the corpse. He's stuck in here pretty good. If we if we want to search him, we're gonna to need to dig him out a bit. All right. There's still there's still plenty of shovels around. I'd say. Um, now, have you told Sigrun about anything about the half orc force that you suspect? Uh yes, absolutely. Cool. But, um Dakani was here that we suspect he has a bunch of other half orcs with him that they may well be here, and that's expressly what we're looking for. This half force you spoke of, I think this may be. I, I think this may be where they were hiding out. Like, look at all these bedrolls. But I'd say they're they're gone. At least they done. This place seems pretty abandoned. Aye. Which is a which is a plus for us because it's a good great. It's a great deal more of a force than the two of us. I think are prepared to take on. On the other hand, I'd give me eye teeth to know where they've gone to. All right, bloody good question. All right. You want me to have a crack at digging this fellow out? Aye, right, I'll give you a hand. If you can, I'll dig. You um, prop up the stone as I go and um, let me know if it looks like I'm about to trigger any sort of cave in. Can do. So basically, um, this is a dwarven stone. This is yep. a dwarven mi- mining technique. Yep. You digs, you prop. Yep. <laughs> um. 
All right, you uncover the body and um, find uh, what looks like it was a relatively sturdy half-orc that um, is clad in male um, and uh, looks like uh, he's been here for a while and there were some very hungry rats in his vicinity. Yeah. And his body is not what it was before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tamara's it's not, not, it's it's not, not a pretty, eager to examine him, but... It's not a pretty picture, but I assume you want to search him anyway? Yeah, I don't have it. Ugh. Ugh. That's, why, that's why I bought the outfit with gloves. Sigrim tows him out for you, and you search him. All right. Corpse are good. All right. Uh, so he's wearing chain mail. Yep. Um, Which is definitely worth enough to be taking. Uh, he's got some scrolls, four of them to be precise. Yep. Uh, A uh, n- n- nice solid silver dagger, which is un- of unusually fine make, and is worth 160 gold pieces. And is that um, actually a dagger as opposed to a hope knife? It's a dagger, definitely not a hope knife. Yeah, yeah, just as we've been missing one already. Yeah, no, you've found, because you've now found yeah, that. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. just, if the conspiracy goes deeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got six black onyx gems worth 25 GP each. Yep. And a um, holy symbol of Lamashtu. Well, holy from a certain point of view. Yeah, I, I really have no earthly desire to have that. Yeah, you can just leave that on him. Sigrin, um, Sigrin's happy to... Sm- it's, Sigrin would like to smash it if you were good with that. Yeah, so she, he will... Look at it briefly, perhaps. Uh, this is uh, not much of a religious scholar, but that's the mother of monsters, isn't it? Aye. Well, no use for that. I'll throw it down by her boot. And um, she um, uses the um, holy... Um, she uses her shield by day to smash it. Yep. It, it, um, it was valuable, and it is no more valuable. <laughs> yep. I think you know best what to be doing with that. And um, he has a little sack... Um, which has um, ten platinum pieces in it. Some of this money might be in smaller change, yeah, but it yeah, looks it's like the equivalent to the original. Yeah, but the m- most of these things are in platinum. It looks like people were we were were cashing as opposed to spending. Yeah, they can't exactly do a lot of business in town necessarily. Well, some of them can, but this guy is pretty distinctive and probably didn't, hasn't gone in town. So tomorrow we'll basically give Sigrid the same the same sort of shrug. Oh, spoils a war. We'll divvy it up later. Essentially, he's just kind of arbitrarily carrying a war, but I'm not actively trying to take it off her. Yeah, um, Sigrun's happy. Sigrun has no problem with you carrying it, but she is actually happy to help carry a share. Yeah. She looks like the sort of woman who car- has is considerable amounts of carrying capacity. Yeah, among other things, um, what we're going to do is take the chainmail back to Cursed. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. kind of dump it there. Yeah. With some of the heavier bits. Cool. Alright, and at this point, um, you are welcome to search the room further. Yep. Uh, but, um, I'm just going to cut ahead and tell you that that was pretty much the yep. valuable stuff that's in here. Yep. You can, um, poke around some more, but what you find is a whole bunch of, um, 
supplies that um, you probably wouldn't have looted even before yeah. they sat out for a while. To, to be honest, having assessed that there aren't 20 half-orcs in here, we're probably not going to bother taking the rest of the room apart because Tomasa looks around. There might be a few other valuable bits and pieces here. On the other hand, there might be more shadow rats. What do you say we just leave it be? Oh, we've certainly checked it clear of... We've checked it clear of foes. All right. Do you want to... Is there anywhere else in this place that you haven't been? Well, if I follow... If I follow my underground sensors right, that way out should take us back down the corridor, which was bear-trapped. Then if we take a hard right from there, that'll lead us to another locked door. I don't think the half-walks are in there, but all evidence would suggest by this point they cleared out. Still... We're best fine if they've left anything, but anything behind notes, battle strategies, maps, plans, anything. Nazrun the Banner's works say information is the most valuable weapon in a war. And I think a battle's coming. Who was Nazrun the Banner? Who was Nazrun the Banner? Oh, I, he looks very delighted at him. Yeah. Says, well, I just so happen to have a seminal work here, rummage, 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 and then pulls out sort of the encyclopedia-sized volume. And um, she sort of picks it up and, and has a look at it. Dwarven arrow? It's, it's, I imagine it would actually be in Dwarven, because... Yeah, she, 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 do, do you mind? It's a thick, scribbly tone. <laughs> Looks fascinating. It's, it's good work. It's not uh, precisely a rare, uh, a rare tone, but it took me a good while to track down. A lot of what I learned to know, a lot of what I learned to know about tactics and the like, I learned from old Nazrin. Well, that and Halgra. And the soldiers on the wall. And Roderick. You're new here, but draw now something of a martial town. Aye, I like that. You never, with small towns, you never know when, uh, trouble comes. I like the way this place is at least a bit, uh, at least a bit better prepared for it. We've got some good soldiers on the wall. I like, I like doing what I can for places like this, places where people have their backs to the wall a bit and need some help. Well, then I can, I can assure you, you look like you know what you're doing in your suit. <laughs> in your suit of metal there. Well, I haven't precisely covered myself in glory so far. If I want uh, on to get it, it stories told about me, I'd better actually accomplish something great. I don't think going down this corridor is precisely the start to that, but I might as well see what we, we might as well see what we can do. Nay, but if you want blood, uh, what's she carrying for a weapon? Is it a default? Uh, she's got a dwarven war axe. Yeah. Um, you you actually look at her loadout, and it is remarkably similar to yours. She yep. has a dwarven war axe and a bright metal bow. Yeah. She's definitely eyed up your weapon, weapons with an approving kind of eye. You get the sense that um, she's a little baffled that you're not wearing armor, having not actually seen you cast any spells. But she's definitely given your weapons some approving glances. You get the feeling that she likes that she likes them, and she's also she doesn't know precisely what kind of martial training you've yeah. had. It's not that particularly surprising that you wouldn't be in armor if you're not you know particularly trained in it. Yeah, yeah, or like a rogue or some such. Yeah, thing. yeah. And I'll say, right, I shouldn't worry too much. Blood will be coming to that axe soon enough, whether the Lord Nyan wills it or not. Well. Uh, I'm more concerned with the lady of battle myself. She teaches that trouble's always coming. Right. It's a good lesson. But like I say, Trunau's got some good soldiers on the walls still. Good soldiers off the walls, too. He says slightly <laughs> better. <laughs> Alright, come on then. She claps you on the shoulder. Let's go check out this corridor. That's where I should be, not doing this bullshit. Yeah. 
So, uh, presumably, we just wander out and find that door is there, although yeah. Jamar's going to take that corridor real slow yeah, with yeah. the ransom going, bear trap, bear trap, bear trap. Yeah, and you successfully established by clanking down yeah. with more yeah. caution that the, um, the, those were the three bear traps. Yeah. Uh, Sigrid will whistle and um, poke at them a bit where she can see the blood. These look nasty. I'm glad I may be lucky I landed on my head on the first corridor. I wouldn't have fancied that on my leg. I bite marks yeah. across the leg. They're um, slightly less bad than they were because yeah, she sealed yeah. you a bit. All right, well, hmm. So this door is um, barred on the side, yep. so you can easily open it. Yep. And we will do so. Cool. Tamar has no real idea what's in here, but it's best to be on the safe side. So. Yep, so. What you got in here? And um, while we're wandering the corridor, I will give um, Sigrun a bit of a briefing on the plague house. Um, I'll say I... I don't know what research you did before you came up here. You know, you know the plague house is an old. Uh, uh, it's a, is it an old temple of Iamedi? Yes, it's yeah. absolutely an old temple. Yeah, I was sure it was actually a hospital of Iamedi or a temple. Uh, it um, was kind of. It, it, it was both. Yeah, it, it, it was, was a hos- it was a temple slash infirmary. The, the sanctuary is essentially its replacement. Yeah, because basically, the deal was with the Church of Iamedi stayed on yeah. when um, the Horde line broke and the orcs were coming for true now. But they decided to stay outside the walls on the basis that Iomedes Grace would protect them. Yeah. That didn't work out so good. It protected them from walks. Yeah. Then the, um, subsequently it was converted yeah. to a plague hospital because they didn't want that. The, the, the survivors built the, um, sanctuary inside Trunau's yeah. walls on the basis that they can learn from experience. And then they converted it into a plague hospital on the basis that it was here, yeah. it was standing, Makes they didn't sense. want it inside the walls. Then, on a particular evening in Trunau's re- relatively recent past, lightning struck it and it burnt down, yep. killing everyone who was inside at the time. And after that, everyone pretty much came to the consensus that it was a bad building that should be stayed away from, except dumb people. Play- <laughs> D- dumb people or people who really need that romantic getaway. Plague House used to be an old temple to Iamedi. A lot of heroic last stands around here. Uh, after it fell, they turned it into a hospital when the plague hit, but... It hasn't been standing for the last 56 years. Uh, terrible storm came. Lightning hit it, fire. Nobody really knows what happened, but it all burned down. There's still unquiet spirits in here. I felt them stirring upstairs. Well, watch out for them, then. Terrible thing. Aye, but nobody's fault. Just one of those things that happen, and as he says this... He twitches slightly, and a small spark of lightning goes out of his hair into the wall. Yep. Sigrun completely misses this. As he just loses control of it very slightly. Yeah. Aye, if it was a fire, it's a fire. Storms are chancy things. Aye, that they are. Anyway. Yep, and... Ladies first. Yep, Sigrun unbars the door and opens it. Yep. And Ladies in heavy armor. Yeah, yeah, you're injured and she's not. She's definitely wearing heavy armor than you. She's more than happy to go in first. All right. I, for one, am shocked to discover that Tamar isn't the Tamar sorcerer isn't the AC tank. Well, you'd almost think it's like a built someone. I'm enjoying my martial weapon proficiency, though. I must yeah. say. All right. Um, 
This room is popped with little cubby holes, each of which holds a bl- brass or clay urn. Yeah. It seems to be some kind of um, burial area. There's a um, stone statue showing a bur- um, showing a burning car- chariot wheel about here, and um, there's another set of iron doors in here. You can sort of have a peek. You, you, that's what you can see from sort of the doorway. Yeah. Yeah. We'll pretty much just step in. Tomar sort of looks at the burial urns, reads burial urns into them, and isn't going to start looting through them for um, yeah. corpsey parts and whatever didn't burn. Um, and we basically, in the absence of anything happening, we'll just kind of walk through uh, over to where the burning, where, burning wheel is. Okay, so you come in here and... Give me a moment. And the general default loadout I'm um, walking around with is the shield and the war axe. Yep. Yes, well, so certainly in these tight corridors. Yep. Okay, give me a perception check. The skill that keeps on giving. Uh, 27. Woohoo! Go in that 20s. Sigrin gets a good number as well. And the two of you begin walking forward confidently, because apparently there's nothing in here. Absolutely. And then as you get closer to the nothing, it occurs to you that there is a slight glisten to the air uh, towards the back of the room. And, uh, there's something that's quite hard to see in here. Yeah. And um, the something glops forward. Gloppy. It is a big blob or group of something in here. You can give me... Uh, what for glop initiative? Uh... What's dungeoneering in the new system? Nature. Cool. You can give me a knowledge nature if you want a more specific description of what you're looking at. Uh, that would be um, uh, a mighty ten. Looks globby. Yep. Do you think that there's some kind of blobby thing? Yep. <laughs> All right. But it is definitely heading for you now that you have managed. It's difficult to see, but you have spotted it, and now it is heading for you. And again, I will have initiatives. All right. And it's on a 17. I dub it Globby. Yep, didn't British roll her. Yep, yeah, didn't roll her. Uh, five. Cool, she beats me. Cool. A spectacular four. Alright, so she's going to be slightly in front of you. Yep. You Again, you have a lot more space here, but I'm not going to worry about it too much unless it um, becomes more of a thing. Alright, and... So All right. There's the slight nudge as I assume that Sigrun hasn't seen it and it's best to, you know, and then what in the hell is Glob? I don't know. I, I do not know. And then Globbles 4. Alright, so for it its turn, it glops and endeavours to move over Sigrun. Yep. And um, she can attack it, but instead endeavours to dodge. Makes a reflex save. Yeah. Ooh, she makes a very nice reflex save. Uh, yep, and she moves backwards a bit as it comes for her and avoids its um, endeavours to glop over her. And then um, 
it is her. At which point she will um make a um make an attack on it. Ooh. She crit threats it and wonders if it has discernible anatomy. It does not. I'm betting it don't. Nope. Alright, but she hits it. Yep. Does not need to roll with infernal fish. Deals it a um, not particularly mighty blow. And that is Sigrun's turn, Tamar. Tamar looks at this and says, What the? Uh, I've no idea what we're looking at, but back up, don't let it glom you. Aye, oh, I figured that one out. Um, and he will sh- sh- out comes the Rancer again. Yep. Um, move action, rummage, 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 draw a bag of Caltrops. Yep. Standard action, scatter them in a five foot square in front of me. Okay. I'm, um, Vaguely assuming, again, that we've got this sort of vaguely 10-foot corridor set up that you've drawn there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Caltrops will, um... Uh, hang I mean, on. obviously this thing doesn't have feet, but it's going along the ground, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, this is a relatively narrow room. Yeah. So, yeah, it is going along the ground. I don't know if that's actually going to hurt it, but... Um, can... uh, I've got the rules for Caltrops in front of me. Cool, so... Um, the the only way it's um, immune to them is if it's resistant to damage or if it's flying in some fashion. Okay, all right. Yep. Then um, then it will absolutely not. Yep, that's fine. We'll worry about that when it moves forward. Yeah, it, it may well melt my Keltrops when yep. it's getting poked by them, but it can presumably um, like Sigrun stabbed it with the axe. And yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's, it's, it's definitely not... or oozing or something. It seems weird to me, but I think it's a perfectly legitimate tactic. So wait, wait till you get to the Keltrop rules. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So um, there are Keltrops, yep. and that's you, and that's your action. Standard move to draw them. Standard to spread them. Standard to spread them. Five foot step back. Cool. All right. So um, it's Globby's turn. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Is that helpful? No. Uh, mm-hmm. Bring some life to its character. Go team ooze. Okay, um Globby I have no idea how bright this thing is, but I mean it can see me dropping spiky rocks on the ground, so it appears totally indifferent to the fact that I, you're I, doing I, that. I thought it might be. Uh yeah, there's something tasty right in front of it. It glops methodically forward and has another crack at engulfing in Sigrun. Yeah. Um, as it does so, your um, cal- it it glops mater- yeah. it glops with it with like if you were doing this with a human, they might not be able to avoid them and they might choose to charge forward anyway. But they would sort of pick their way it around, just trying rolls over the top. it just trying to rolls over, hitting as many Keltrops as it can find, not because it wants to, but because it doesn't care. Depending on how far it's coming, it'll provoke from the Rancor, but possibly not because Sigrid's in front of me. Um, yeah, so I think this is roughly your positioning. Yep. The cubes come forward a bit, but she hasn't moved super back. She's just yep, dodged. That's fine. The cube um, is pretty much here. The, the, the cube is, um, yeah, so, no, she, she stepped back. Yep. Cube, cube goes go, forward. She, it, isn't it hers? She steps back. 
Keltrops are here. Ku comes forward to here. So I'm now going to move the two of you up. Uh, so the Keltrops attack it. Yep. Um, and roll a 13 against... Um, it's AC? No. Um, against its AC where... I'm just looking at what it actually have. It doesn't have AC. It doesn't have a dex uh, uh, so the, the thing it gets to use is its natural armor and its dexterity. Cool. It doesn't apply any, not that I think the thing is wearing armor anyway, but it doesn't apply armor, shield bonuses, etc, etc. Yeah, I don't think that's particularly relevant. Yeah. What did you roll on the dice? A 13. Um, it hits. Yeah, the Keltrops have a zero to hit. As I say, it glops methodically over every single Keltrop. At which point it takes a mighty one point of damage and then slows to half movement. Okay, that doesn't inconvenience it particularly because it's at this yeah. stage because there's not a lot of space in this room. Um, however, it absolutely takes a point of damage. But it will stay at half movement. Yeah, sweet. So it, um, that will, if you, if you guys endeavor to run, that will certainly slow it down. Yep, that's the plan. Alright, um, I think, um, in this case, I don't really see because it's got Keltrop stuck in its feet. I see because it's actually eating the Keltrops. Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. mean, they're, they're essentially... You know what a Keltrop is. Yeah, yeah, it's a little spiky, yeah, so like spiky metal things. Yeah, they're essentially spikes that yeah. are thrown into it. Yeah, so it it it, get, it leaks a bit of ooze as it absorbs them, and yeah. now it's concentrating on eating them. Yep, yeah, some of them are melting, and some of them are poking into yeah. it as they melt. Yep. Alrighty, and then it has another crack at... Um, engulfing Sigrim, and she once again endeavours to dodge rather than hit it. That is not such a good number, but I believe it will still be enough. Uh, yep. She dodges again. Yep. Alright, um, cool. Uh, alright, so you guys have fallen back, so the cube is actually here, because yeah. you can't keep falling back indefinitely. Sooner or later, you're going to either need to be cornered or leave the room. Yeah. If the cube would like to be a giant size thing. Yeah, let's have that. Uh, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but I've decided it wants to be a small monster instead. Cool. It's There's a, a vaguely gelatinous ghost here. Cool. So, um, Sigrun is um, going to endeavor to stand toe-to-toe to it unless you suggest falling back. So um, she um, endeavors to hit it again. She hits it and rolls much better to de- and deals it a nice solid thwack. It um, doesn't look particularly de- um, discomposed, but it certainly looks like it's starting to lose ooze. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry, and it provoked from the Ransur because it absolutely moved five foot four to try and engulf Sigmar. Uh, but because I'm behind Sigrun, it's got to go further. Oh, right, okay, cool. All right. if, it, if it moves into her, her square or any closer to me. Right, okay, so if it had engulfed her, it would have, but as it was, it didn't. Right. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, I could have, um, I, I need her to fall back as well. Yeah, yeah. But I'm happy with what she's doing. Uh, at the moment, she's endeavoring to stop it eating you. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Cool, and it's you. <laughs> I, I, I am vaguely tempted to like throw a net at it. Less because I think this will be amazing and more just to see the net fall over the top and go, gloom, gloom, gloom. I'd like gloom. to point out if the, uh, you pay for those nets out of your own not salary. <laughs> it's, it's true. 
but the net wouldn't necessarily melt. Although once it leaves my hand, it's then an unattended object. Yep. Um, in any case, um, Tomas gonna call out. The Caltrops will slow it down by spiking its uh, bottom blob. Uh, it should be slower now if we need to, if we need to fall back. Well, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to if you want to. This uh, and exactly like there's any civilians in here. I have no desire to stick my hands into it. And he will reach out with the rancer and poke at it from a distance. Do you want to mount a fighting retreat? Do you fall back? I'll be right behind. You fall back a bit. I'll be right behind you. Sounds like a plan. All right. So you can make an attack and then move back, yeah. and she'll start moving back on her round. Uh, so thirteen to poke it with the rancer. Are you hit? That's one of those, isn't it? <laughs> Look, it has the. It has a fantastic. It 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 it, it, it can see as giant blobs of goo go. Yeah, it can take seven points of damage. Cool. And at that and point, it is starting to look like it's oozing quite a lot now. At that point, Tomar will actively start falling well back from it, put the rancer away, and pull out the bow. Cool. All right. So, how far back are you going? Uh, at least twenty feet. It depends how far I can get. Sweet. So that's probably the corridor. Um, I'd say maybe here because then you can still see it. Yeah, I don't want to back up into the wall and be cornered for obvious reasons. All right. So let's but, say to the doorway. Yeah, sounds fine to me. All right. Um, and it is Team Uzi, um, who will continue to do what it's doing. Didn't get this far in life by changing its tactics. It doesn't need to roll, but Sigrun needs to roll. So that's what Sigrun rolled, and she dodges again. She's, um, yeah, she's doing really well. Like these paladin reflex saves that she's presumably making. Yep. Yeah, you get the feeling looking at her that that charisma bonus is helping you with, yeah, the, yeah. with the native reach for that. Yeah, she may not be fast, but by grace is she divine. Yep. All right, and then Sigrun will make a single attack on it, uh, which hits. Ooh, and deal it considerable. All right, it looks pretty horrible, and um, she comes back. To just in front of you. Uh, so I think um, you probably... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's about where you got. Yep. All right. Um, team... Gl- and um, it's your action. Uh, can I still see it in the slightest? Uh, I think not if you want her to have enough space to back up a bit. Yeah, that's fine. You can ready an action to shoot it if you see it. Yeah, at that point I will um, back up a little more and ready a shot. Sure. So this gives you just as good advantage yeah. and gives her a chance to start going through the door. Good um, All right, Globby uh, comes to here. Um, it can hit Sigrun. It, you can't see it. Yep. Um, but it can't engulf her because it can't get that far because it's too busy absorbing caltrops. So it takes a shot at Sigrun. It is determined not to have a good day today. It's first from the back. You think it can roll a bit better than that. So. Alright, um, and it clean misses Sigrun. It's ten feet and phenomenally slow. Um, ten foot wide and phenomenally slow, isn't it? Well, you know, it occurs to you, it, half its movement does not appear to be super fast. Uh, well, let's test how good its AC is. Uh, that's a five and a four to hit it with the Kelfrops. They attack it every round it's standing in their zone. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's moving further forward? Yeah, as long as it is either moving in... Uh, as long as it's spending around fighting while it's in the Kelfrops. Yeah. 
they continue to attack it. Alright, so yes, it, um... Really, five and four? Yes. Rock on, it can take another two points of... Well, one point and one point, technically. Cool, yep, that's fine. Alright, it looks slightly worse. It doesn't get any slower. It's like the slower it yes. again. Cool, and that's its turn. It misses Sigrun. This was an excellent opportunity to actually, you know, melt Sigrun a bit, but it decided to neglect that. Okay. Uh, before I record that, the Caltrops are there, so it's about to move out of them and yes. interacting with them. It doesn't feel like that's its biggest priority. Alright, on the other hand... Oh no, she still hits stupid AC. She <laughs> hits it even though she rolls crappy, and she kills it. Alright, so at this point... um a um, small lake of ooze spreads out all over the place, and apparently it doesn't even melt you on death. I what feel little, like poor little I feel like it should melt you on its death. I like forests that have intelligence of dash; they're very easy to outthink. Yeah, yeah, the young. It, you don't think mindlessly moving forward was its best t- under these circumstances was its best tactic? You get to think, get the feeling mindlessly yeah. moving forward would always work for it in the past. All right, it's dead. The GM weeps for the tears. <laughs> I didn't get to engulf anybody. Mm. Stupid paladins making their stupid reflex save. It would have been so bad if she'd gotten engulfed. <laughs> then you'd have been sorry. <laughs> All right. Yes, you killed it. You suck. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, um, you don't see anything else in the room. You're welcome to have a bit more of a look around, but you'll have to go carefully because the floor is not, not, not nice, no. On the other hand, as you look at it, you could actually sort of look around this bit. You suspect that this is probably an adjoining door. So, so you could actually duck around by Kirst and check the other side. Tomorrow at this point, we'll look at it, we'll look at it and, um, oozing away on the floor. Look at Sigrun's axe that I imagine is still kind of dripping with echo. <laughs> um, and say to her, nice, I'll stand behind you and watch that happen any day. I mean, not quite what I intended. <clears throat> good good fighting. That's what I mean. Ah, <laughs> oh, you as well. Nice, nice action with the Ransur. I, I totally wasn't looking at your bum. <laughs> <laughs> yep, shame. I, I don't express that fact that loud, but it's, it's like, ah, oh, stand behind you any day. Here's it, it's here a moment later. Battle face palm. I mean, uh, uh, good fighting. Yeah, she, um, in this case, you don't think it's so much that she missed the catch as that she doesn't object to it particularly. Yeah. Um, and, um, alright. Do we poke about a bit and see what's here, or do we just go, thank God we're not, we didn't get eaten and shut the door? Well, here's the bugger of the thing. These are damn good if anyone's fallen enough to run over them as you move from the room. But then you gotta pick them all up again. You, you really want them back? Alright. I am call I am calling as the GM here. Yeah. You do not get your caltrops back. I'm getting some of them back. The acid got your caltrops. I'm going to pick it yeah, it's fair, there's about big bloody ooze rolling over yeah. for several turns. I'm gonna pick up like these these um because these are you, yeah. you throw something like two hundred caltrops. Yeah. Um and I'm going to pick up, like, the five or six that have missed it, and then meticulously yep. put them in my other bag of Teltrops. Uh, yep, that's fine. To make sure that one's extra full. Yep. Uh, that's it. They're not very expensive, are they? Oh, the damn thing's melted them. Uh, no, they are, um... They're, they're not They're not free. 
But they are not expensive. Okay, alright. Then they probably come under the you don't have to buy arrows ruling and I am inconveniencing you hardly at all. But damn it, I'm costing Tomar his No, no, they're, they're, they're actually heavy. Ah. So, it's, um, I'm sure they've cost me fuck all, but, um, because they're, they're bordering on fucking useless, but, um, I will find the use for them. Hmm. Uh, they're, they're worth a mighty one gold. I'm totally prepared to have them destroyed by an ooze if I'm throwing them a melty ooze. Yes, you, you have destroyed, you, your caltrops are destroyed. Oh, well, there's a gold piece I won't be seeing again. Still, mm-hmm. getting three or four to the left here. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing, the, I'm, I'm guessing, based on how the stonework goes, that we can get around the other side through the room cursed and rather than, uh, leaping or messing our boots. Well, I'm all for that, but it looks like and she will poke the ooze with it, hopefully. If we want to be looting, this is the stuff, and she um, will lift up a felcyon on the yeah. end of her axe. It's, looks like it's, it looks like it's got the parts it couldn't eat of some fellows in there. Alright, alright, well... Let's uh, fish out what we can. Out comes the red turtle, sort of wrap the end up yeah. the spear leathers and kind of... <laughs> Alright, um, so there is a um, steel scroll case yep. worth 50 GP. Well, that's a nice thing. Um, which contains a scroll. Uh, masterwork chain shirt. Yep. A felsium, just a regular felsium. You don't yep. need to loot it unless you want it particularly. And uh, a um, star rose quartz amulet worth seventy-five GP. Uh, what I will do is I will cross the felsium straight off the treasure. Yes, yeah. I will actually take it here, clean it off, and then basically when um. Jagrin and the militia show up or essentially just hand it to a random militiaman and say, you know, we found this down here, it's still in good condition, something for Trunal's armory. Yep, sounds fine. They will take that quite happily. And, um, there are, um, scattered in the corners of the room. Yep. You can recover 20 gold pieces, 95 silver, and 144 copper. There's yeah. Your, there's your change. <laughs> Alright, and at this point you can poke around and yep. establish that this joins up here. Yep. To your best of your knowledge, you have found what is to be found down here. What's the deal with the burning wheel? Uh, as you go up and have a look at it, um, Sigrun will say... Uh, yeah, like, Tomar will look at it, it's not common iconography, so I'll just... Yeah, you're welcome to make me an old religion check. I imagine Tomar doesn't know, he's yeah. not very much of an Iamedian. He yeah. looks at it, kind of shrugs, gets to the point, looks at her, says, Iamedian? It's Jing. She's one of the, um, she's one of the great ladies' emissaries. It's a wheel. Well, can it look like a wheel? It's, it looks like a wheel on fire. To strike fear into the hearts of enemies. But why is it a wheel? Wouldn't it be better if it was a weapon of some kind? Well, picture it 50... Picture it as, as tall as a chapel. Alright, well that'd be a bloody good thing to roll through the middle of a packed infantry charge. It would. I can see it. There we have it. 
as you guys um, go clattering back in, um, Kirst is um, actually um, uh, looks up, has clearly sort of been picking himself up, yeah. and he says, uh, oh good, you're back. Uh, Gail? And uh, uh, a bird flutters down onto your shoulder. You're right. You're right. I, I think we found every dead, every dead end and slimy ghost thing that's in here. How are you? Did you get to Pella? Did you get to Jagrin? Ah, Jagrin's here. All right. Very helpful when the GM does the voice, but I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> he wants to know what the bloody hell is going on. I, I, I think you better get upstairs pretty quick. Curse, Sigrun, you stay down here. You stay down here with our troll friend. I'll go up and tell Jagrin what's going on. All right. So you asked Jagrin to send some militiamen in a wagon. Yep. Um, what actually happened when you get upstairs is that um, between what Curse thought it was appropriate to write, what help Curse wanted that he wrote down, and what Jagrin thought was appropriate when he was rousted out of his bed in the middle of the night is you have Jagger and Graf and some militiamen, and there's a wagon outside, but he's personally come down here to see what the bloody hell is going on. Yeah. Which is, in fact, as you um, get upstairs, is... Toma, what the bloody hell is going on? And I will actively salute him as if I am still a standing member of the, of the watch. And he, uh, and he nods quite... It contains litmus. I'm just going to see if I've got a picture of Jagring Graf in here. The boys, but I don't know that I do. Uh, he may be unimportant, like Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's only, like, most of the pictures I have are of NPCs that you actually spend a bunch of time talking to. It's certainly possible with the old Jagring. How do you spell it? Uh... Graph with the T. Yeah, J A J A G R I N. You know, so d- don't Google it. It's all right. I'm going to tell you what you're looking at. Yeah. So um, he's got long dark. Kirsten Roderick have both got long brown hair. His is a bit darker, almost black. Um, he doesn't wear it particularly long. It's sort of loose. Um, he's got a giant scar right down his cheek, like this. Um, and one um, just just above his eye over here. Yeah. He's um, got some relatively thick, like fairly practical armor. I think some banded mail on. He's got several weapons, and um, he's got a face. He's got a face and a voice like thunder. Um, he's um, really happy and really pleased, and he doesn't look particularly happy or really pleased right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I will. I also. Patrol Captain, we've found something here that I think you need to know about. Uh, may I have a may I have a word with you in private, sir? And gesture to one of the uh, random upper side rooms that I know is haunted by burning ghost monsters. Yeah, you have a plenitude of choices. And, uh, because um, essentially Tomar doesn't want to point this out in front of the militia, who are no doubt infiltrated by half orc spies. Uh, you said you had a prisoner of some kind. I. Where is it? A troll downstairs. All right. Draw of some kind, anyway. Uh, half of you boys go downstairs and help. Who's down there? You'll find Curse there and a lady dwarf by the name of Sigrun. Good. 
you, you, half of you goes, half of you go downstairs uh, uh, and look after the, pr- and see the prison doesn't get away. The other half of you go back out with the wagon. I'll talk to, I'll talk to Tomar in here. Your son's fine. I should bloody expect so. Of course, he didn't seem fit to tell me what he was up to now, did he? Suppose you may, suppose you remedy that. Are we now in, in somewhat private? Yeah, so basically, half the militiamen troop out to guard the wagon and yep. essentially keep an eye out for any trouble approaching the building. The yep. other half go downstairs to um, watch the prisoner, yep. who is amply guarded already, but um, Jagrin doesn't go into another room. Jagrin sends people out of the room. Sir, I have reason to believe that we've uncovered a conspiracy of half-orcs, or, or, or the precursor to an orcish attack on Trunal. It starts with Roderick's death, and it wasn't suicide, it was murder. Jagrin's face grows pretty black as you say Roderick's name, but he doesn't, um, what evidence have you got? We've discovered that, Ro- we've discovered that Roderick was investigating, was investigating this place on his own. He'd, uh, been, he'd, he'd been tipped off, he'd been tipped off to it. Heath Tomas says of his own suspicions, hastily editing out the Brunier bits. Um, as, as you'll see here, pull out his journal, flip to the page that says there is something wrong in the plague house. Now, um, Roderick's entries pretty heavily reference Brynja. Yeah, that's true, actually. You can, um, if you want to edit out that bit, you can simply say that he was investigating in the plague house. Yeah, um, I, I, walks, I actively want to show Jaguar in the journal, so Brynja will just have to suck it. Yeah, well, the um, thing is, um, you can kind of show him, you can um, show him more heavily emphasized on the last page. Or indeed, you can show him some different, but let's yeah, say that there's several, there's quite a few pages of writing in here. The last bit is the last entry, but you can show him a different page where Roderick describes his first encounter with the Flood Troll. And Jaguar will look and recognize his Roderick's handwriting, and his face sort of doesn't really get lighter, but he nods and hands the book back to you. He was absolutely up here. What he was killed by, murdered by, wasn't his own hope knife. We found that here too. Um, Jagram will examine it, and um, he scowls quite darkly and um, hands it back to you. I, I see, reading the expression, but whether you like it or not, it was his. There's several people that could back that point up. I'm well aware. As to that, Kirsten and I came looking on the assumption we might find, he shrugs slightly, something here to prove this. We're concerned. We're concerned about the sigils that have been going up around town. The, the signs of the sword, the white paint. You've seen them in passing? Some graffiti, some graffiti or another. I had almost, almost went off to clean them up, but Aye. he needed something to do. Aye, maybe, maybe just graffiti, and probably the best you shall ever find a bum from. Excuse me, but it, it, you're definitely not seeing a lightning of his yeah. expression. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not that. trying to be funny. Tomas just like got it fixed in his head. Yeah, yeah. The guy's a drunken bum. Um, and, but we're missing we're missing a group of half orcs. Unsel, the apprentice who forged that blade, she's disappeared. Uh, what's her name? Um, Sarah. No, um, the innkeeper, the chef. 
Cham. Cham. Cham down at the Ramble. Cham down at the Ramble had an unexpected guest, vague description insofar as I have it. And she's also had a bunch of halfies come through there in the last couple of weeks. None of which seem to have left town anywhere, most of which seem to have gone to ground. Sigrun, the dwarven woman we found down here, she'd come investigating on her own and been captured too. She said, she, she said there were several halfies here. They've long moved out to where, I can't say. But, but they're somewhere. And they're up to something. And whatever it is, it can't be good for True now. If they've started it by murdering a patrol leader. Roderick was getting too close to whatever they're planning. And this can't be the end of it. It can't just be one flood troll in one ruin. This this has to mean something, or they wouldn't have risked murdering your son. Alright, so um you've kind of given him a bit of a summary, but yep. you actually have quite a lot of evidence. Yep. I'm going to assume that at this point you kind of recount the things that you've found out. Very much so. And possibly adding but like without needing to enlist Britain's testimony pretty much. You had the you have um the note of the guy who stayed at the Ramble yep. and mentioned the investigating patrol interfering patrol captain. You have what yep. you just told him about someone staying at the Ramble. We we can't prove we can't prove And you have the, you you have have the thing that the knife wasn't Roderick's and that you have the other knife. Yeah. I'm I'm no alchemist to prove it, but I've ever reason to believe he was poisoned, put to sleep before he was murdered in his glass of water in his glass of water at the end of the evening. Probably from the man next door to him. I don't know who it was yet, but I'm pretty sure he's the one that set wolves on curse tonight. We found this in his room. Look, this goes deeper than it looks. This is a conspiracy. I don't know who this Melandra is. Malira. I don't know who this Malira is, but it's got to, but it's got to mean something. Alright, so you spend a bit yeah. of time briefing Jagran. Yeah. And then I say, we came here, we did blah blah. Yeah. I say, I've Unfortunately, you talk curse too well. Daktani's in no position to talk, but we took the flood troll alive. Right. She may be able to tell us more if she's persuaded. I'm glad to know Roderick didn't dishonor himself with an unnecessary suicide. I'm glad he didn't desert his post. Nay, no, sir. He was murdered in defense of True Mouth. But what's much more important is that the town is in danger. Danger. It sounds... I believe you have uncovered a halfy plot, a halfy or an orc plot to take, to do something, to, to mount some kind of attack on the town. The important question is when they're coming. Now, this thing's a troll. You've done good work uncovering this. As, do you want to interrogate it, or do you want me and my boys to have a go? Uh, does the GM have a particular preference? Uh, it's probably better if you do it from yeah. a character standpoint. Yeah. I figure uh, um, we probably want to put it in custody as opposed to doing it here. Yeah, um, Jagrin's at this point prepared to cooperate with that now that you've given him your information. It, it depends um, what the what the setup here in True Now would be. Like, if we captured this thing, if we captured somebody who was human as a prisoner, um, are we sufficiently martial that we just interrogate them and slit their throat and save everyone the cost of a trial, or is there an actual law and order system? Um... Generally speaking, um, depending on the severity of the crime, um, people would be against the town. Yeah. People are, um, 
you know, Trinau citizens are given some kind of a punishment within the town. Yeah. Um, exile is actually a pretty extreme punishment. Yeah. Um, uh, invaders are invaders of the t- people who are c- have come to Trunau to invade it are customarily killed. Yeah. If you if they think that people have the information, they might be interrogated, then killed. But even if she was a human, if she was a human prisoner. The, the fact of the matter is the town doesn't have a lot of resources. Cool. Tomorrow we'll lose no sleep over this. The, um, um, the, um, basically, um, Jagran's position is um, if you think it's worth interrogating, he's prepared to take you on trust in that. He's prepared to have a crack at interrogating it, or he's prepared to let you have a crack at interrogating. He is just assuming you'll kill it afterwards. I think it's worth. it's at least worth trying to get some sort of information out of it, but... Given that we know there are spies in town now, I didn't want to be seen to be moving the thing in. Uh, Kirsten and I dragging a great bloody troll through the gates would have been the talk of the town for a week and a half. I think whoever interrogates it should do it here, Air, and then we can take care of the body. Fair. If you want me and my boys to watch you back while you do it, uh, that's that's no problem to me. And then afterwards I'll um, be wanting to talk to you about what we do about the defence of the town. Aye, sir. What I yeah, what I think I'd like is for Jagran to be in the room because one of the reasons I did, I wanted someone to be here is so that Tamar doesn't interrogate the troll, kill the troll, and then go back and say the troll told me blah 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 blah. Yeah, but you have no reason to believe any of that. So let us say then that you get um, a, a a PC to contribute, but you'll have both Kirsten Peller in here, yeah. uh, Kirsten Sigrin in here. You and um, Jagran all in this this room. Uh, given, this, given my druthers, back to the furnace room, there's manacles on the wall. That's very true. Yep, so you can put her in there. Um, and it's kind of furnace-y. Which yeah. is good so at that point, um, Jagran will send some of his boys here and some of them out watching the van, because this is a very small room. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, I only, I only really need him. Yeah, in fact, um, specifically I'm going to ask you to pick whether you want Sigrin or um, Cursed for this interrogation. Cursed, it's a town-related matter. Cool, so Sigrin will go out and watch the wagon with the boys, and will actually say that she's planning to have a little bit of a kip, because she hasn't yeah. gotten the last, much sleep for the past three days. I am more than fair. So she's going to have a kip next to the wagon while the... Um, yeah, and I will explain to these guys uh, yeah. vaguely who yeah. she is. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. assistance to us. And yeah, yeah, and, the, and basically she tells them to wake, wake her if there's trouble and then goes and run rolls her big rolls in the glass, flops down and goes to sleep in her plate. <laughs> so there's no actively working furnace in here, is there? Uh, no. Right. It's, it's a wreck. <laughs> there's a pile of furnace bits. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh, uh, Ask ask Jagran to order his men to assist, as opposed to directly order them around, and basically have this set up. So I've got the flood troll on the wall, manacled up. Um, I'm going to get Daktari's head. Daktari's head. Daktari's yep. head. Sorry, and just kind of stick it over there on top of that pile in yep. a conspicuous fashion. Yeah. Um, Jagran actually smiled a bit at that, and then um, and he will actually arrange the head himself. Yep. He kicks it a bit on it before he um sticks it up. I've no idea how deep this goes, sir. She may know who you are or she may not, but if you could just if you could just stand if you could just stand there and look menacing. Yeah, that's about perfect. Uh, it, a scowl like thunder appears on his face and he props up a wall. Yeah, so I invite him to um merrily clean his weapons or um I get if the furnace was working I'd totally be getting him to stoke hot iron yeah. yeah, but as it isn't. Yes, he he settles for just looking menacing. He can look menacing. 
And then I will go smack the flood troll a few times until it wakes up. Yeah, because um, she's at negative. She's at pretty negative HP, but yeah. Curse did successfully medicalize her, so yeah. you can you can wake her up. Um, now at this time, I'm going to ask you what languages you speak. Uh, giant orc dwarven Teldon. Cool. Um, she wakes up and um, spits a fairly foul curse at you, a giant. <laughs> that is the problem, of course. What does Jagrin speak? Does he have any fucking idea what we're saying? And Jagrin looks totally blank. Okay. Um, do we have anyone else here that speaks giant? Like, or, or, all I'm looking for is somebody who can back up my word on what's been said here, whether it's Cursed Sigrun or Bob, the random militiaman. Who at at, this, at this point, you discover... You spend a little bit of time conversing with her. You know, you don't have to have a profitable conversation. Yeah. You address some things like, um, you know, we're going to... You say things like, we're going to cut your head off in yeah. Caldane, and she looks at you blankly and spits more curses at you in Giant. She doesn't speak any other language. So quick investigation establishes that Curse does not speak Giant and Sigrid does. Yeah. You're welcome to swap out the party so that you've got someone who can, um, Sigrid grab, you definitely hear some Vaughan curses as Sigrid has woken up after two minutes sleep. But she is happy, but given the, given that it's you, she's happy to come in and, um. Sorry to disturb, sorry to disturb you so soon, but. Of course, I hadn't, th- I hadn't thought of it, but she only speaks giant, I'll say to her, in Teldane, so yeah. Jagrin can understand what's happening uh, here. Uh, Alright, I'm, I'm good, I'm here, I'm up. Just need some... Yeah, she she um, hoists her giant axe. We just need someone else to verify to uh, one of our town's defenders, patrol leader Graf, here. And um, she will um, clank her thing off the chest, sir. To what's happening, so as... Uh, an independent third party to what she's saying, so uh, so believe me. And, um, because you didn't actually tell him that she was a paladin. No. But as he looks at her, um, he looks up the armor up and down, and, um, this is Sigrun Rock Crusher. Sir. Well, now Tiari will get that, will we'll stop coming and pestering me every day. Good to see you're alright. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Another incident where I've done your damn job for you. So. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that one out loud. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so yes, you've got someone who can back up your statement, and in fact, Sigrun's happy to um, quietly translate what's going on yeah, well, to Jagrin. Her word is probably quite good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So Alright, so at this point, you're gonna do the interrogating, yep. and um, so, to the extent that you get any information, um, Sigrun will, you can assume it's past a Jagrin. I will wake gear up, uh, and I think what I will actually do here is get out my Hope Knife, which is a nice, conspicuously yeah. bejeweled, fanciest, vaguely, vaguely fancy blade. Yeah. Certainly fancier than an average dagger. And just sort of sit there and scrape it and twirl it in my hands and that sort of thing as I'm talking to her. And I don't actually... Do I have her name? Yes, I do, because yeah. Sigrun had it. Yeah. Um, you got it... You got it from... I think um, you, you, you at this point get it from Gear. Yeah. Um, like, she's pretty pissed and she doesn't really want to talk to you, but, um, you know, she's prepared to give you that. So Gear, is it... <sighs> Time we had a word. <sighs> Granting will do fine for the moment, but the thing is, I have a few questions, and Daktani here is no longer in any shape. 
to tell me the answers I want. <sighs> Pity that. It means that for better or for worse, it's all on you. She edges back slightly and then scowls at you and spits in your general direction. <laughs> a few days ago, you saw a man here, described Roderick Graham. What happened to him after that? And, um, she may well want to know. Yeah, and she looks at you. Um, <clears throat> you just killed Gear anyway. Why should Gear talk to you, filthy dwarf? Well, it's likeliest that you'll end up dead. But do you know what this is? Wave the hog knife at her. Stupid knife. True now, fuck care. No, 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 nothing stupid about it at all. This is called a hope knife. And do you know what this is? This represents to our folk the hope of death. The hope that one day the pain and the suffering will stop. That if we're captured, because we true now folk know a good bit about being captured by orcs and the like, foul creatures they are, and we've learned a lot from waging war against them over and over again. We know that death isn't the worst thing that can happen by far. That's why we have the hope knife, because we always hope that there's another way out. And I have good news for you, Gear. There is another way out for you. You tell me what I need to know, and I can slit your throat easy as anything. You're on your way to your next life. No more pain, no more suffering. They call it the hope knife, because about an hour from now, you'll be desperately hoping that I'll be using it on you. All right. Give me an intimidate check. This is, of course, uh, largely bullshit. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm assuming she's not terribly well-versed in the socio-political um, ramifications of true now society. Yeah. Uh, Sigrun is going to make an alignment compromise and not roll an intimidate check to assist you, but also not interfere in any way with this. Yeah. She would 100% not be okay with you actually doing any of these I'm things. I'm not actually intending on it. No, but she is totally prepared to endorse you pretending you... She right. is prepared to She is prepared to let you pretend that you will. I mean, to be honest, I'm not even going to actually slit her throat with the hope knife, because yeah. that's not what it's for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're welcome to re-roll it if you want to. Snatch with thus far gives me a mighty six. Yeah, that is not going to get you super far. However, Jagrin will roll an assist. Yeah. Because um, Jagrin absolutely... Yep. Jagrin will give you a plus two. He absolutely looks like the kind of guy who would, um, you know... And, and um, Sigrun is happy to um, let you borrow one of her hero points for this if you desire. No, I'm actually happy to spend one of my own. Cool. I will re-roll that. And basically at this point he's going to start asking Gear a string of questions. Yeah, yeah. I, and get back either spits or sneers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There, there is certainly information that you can extract. The, the six will get you nothing. Yeah, but um, I am hoping you can do better because that was a very nice speech and deserves a better result. Uh, nothing there is going to be tremendously relevant. So let's go the better. Uh, that's better. 
plus five. I'm not getting an aid from um, Jagron or Sigrun. You are getting an aid from Jagron. I'm getting aid from Jagron or Sigrun. So there's uh, 16. Cool. Yep, that will absolutely get you stuff. All right, so um, basically um, I'm giving you a bonus because um, that was both relatively compellingly worded and and, um, fits in with... um, Gear's primary concerns here. There's no realistic way you're going to let her go, but um, that doesn't seem, based on her associations, that doesn't seem like an unreasonable threat, and she's prepared to honour it. Mm. What's your name? Tomar. Tomar Stormcrow. Stormcrow, give word. Gear, tell you what you know, need to know. You kill clear Gear, quick. He thinks about this for a moment, and then nods. Aye, you'll shut your eyes and it'll all be over before you know it. <clears throat> all right. Gear, not see. You and you say. She didn't see Roderick. Roderick no, saw her. No. Yeah. Um. She didn't see. No. She's she's telling you she didn't she didn't see Roderick. Um. Uh. Ro- if if I recall the journal correctly, did Roderick describe a flood troll chasing him? He did describe a flood okay, troll so, chasing him. Right. So that will immediately so the trial will absorb that for a moment. Thank you. Are there more of your kind here mm. around Trunal? I mean. Mm. Maybe. She really doesn't want to talk about that. Alright, so I will ask her a couple more questions and swing that question back at her three or four more different ways and not get anywhere with it. Um, so what was Duck Tani doing, doing here in these ruins? Guard. Guarding what? This place. It's a fallback position? She's thinking about how she's going to word this. Others, orcs, half-orcs, others in town, others outside... Daktane watches guard gear carry information to Daktane. Daktane give information to gear. Gear take to tribe. What information have you taken to the tribe? <sighs> Daktane. Let's see, how do we put this? Um, I'm okay to interrogate her out of character if that's easier for you. Oh. Yeah, I think um, you get it. Yeah, because among other things, there'll be several questions here in the ilk of you know, Daktane is using the using the calls to signal. You know, who is he signaling to? Where are the half orcs in town? I have no expectation as a player she will know that. Yeah. But when she tells me she doesn't know, Tamar is going to follow that up with "Stop lying to me." Mm-hmm. You know, you and I had a deal. Now things are going to have to get worse and menace her with the hope. Yeah. All right. So um. Gear is not the brightest, yeah. and there is information that she doesn't possess. Absolutely. But you can get some more information from her. Um, 
Can you give me some idea of general things you want to know and I'll give you some information? Yeah, so I ask her um, what she's taken to the orcs, uh, the the orcish warriors who are waiting, lurking somewhere out in the plains. Um, Where the half-orcs are in town, I expect the answer is probably going to be I don't know. Yet she does not know. What's the deal with these white swords that are popping up over town? Yep. All right, so... um, yeah. I've got a string. Yeah, alright, so. Yeah, I think, um, start again, now that I've heard, given you, start again from the top, so. Yeah. Um, uh, what she told the tribe? Uh, basically, um, there were. She was always a liaison between the tribe outside and the half orcs who were here. Yeah. Now she's a liaison between the tribe outside and Dectane, who's the only one left here. Yeah. Dectane brings information from the ones in town, and she takes it back to the tribe. Um, that's the kind of... That's what's happening. Yeah. There were a bunch of half-orcs here, but they're gone. How long has this been in the works? Uh, weeks? Months? Uh, month or two. Yeah. Uh, but not necessarily... Um, the best that she knows. About yeah, a, 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 probably about a month in terms of her involvement. Yeah. yeah. And I will ask her in passing, like, what her involvement... You know, how did she get hooked up in this band? But I imagine it's not particularly relevant. Uh, it, it's, um... She, she and... She goes to say another name and then cuts it off. Yeah. She and another... Yeah were um sort of wanderers and they're kind of mercenaries but they're not really getting paid a lot yeah. they're um just kind of they were they were travelers and they're getting paid a certain amount of food they're getting paid yeah. some money and a certain amount of food to do something that isn't very difficult for them um, so yep uh, that where are the half orcs in town no idea. Tell in, me, of course you know. In town. Yeah. They're in town. That's not good enough. Rah, 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 yeah. rah. We go back around on that point a few yeah. times. You get the impression there was a biggish group here. Yeah. Some of them went that way, some of them went that way. Yeah. Some of them went into Trudeau's proper, some of them went back out. What are the white swords marking? Mm. Places where they look. Places where they not find. Uh, and this one she might know that definitely comes from them like the half-orcs that have been here have they had paint and shit like that yeah the the, 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 the the swords mark the places where they're not fine where they're not fine what she can't shrug she's changed to a yeah, yeah. gear not no gear not care Ooh, that's painful yeah don't do that <laughs> and Tamar will sort of nod, file that one away and give Jagrin a significant look. Like, hmm, places where they not find. They not find here. Dig tunnel. Fall on half look. They stop looking here. And Must I'll, be in true now, they say. I will actually switch to tell Dane on the basis that she may or may not follow. Yeah, she doesn't follow. And, and say to the others, then they're not here to attack true now. Uh, at least not as their primary purpose. They're looking for something. What in the seven hells could it be? In any event, she doesn't know. Um, turn back to her. Um, describe Roderick Graf and say, who killed him? Yeah, not know. Do you know the name? Uh, it's gone again. Melandre. Melira. Melira. Yeah, not know. 
Um, if you were to carry, if you were carrying word to the tribe, how they know when to attack? Leader say. Do you know when? Gear not know. And again, this devolves into more threats. Gear doesn't seem to bloody know very yeah. much. <laughs> you know, the whole the Gear has much more to tell for this. Oh. Um, mm, i think what else to ask her. Uh, she won't know about that. Um, I will ask generally, basically, for anything that she's heard the Harfies yakking about in here, about their plans in general, what they're up to, you know, have they shouted, aha, the fools, we will open the southern gate because we have an infiltrator in there, that kind of thing. She doesn't have much that's useful in that mm-hmm. way. There is a piece of information she has that you have the capacity to find. Yeah. If you give me a wisdom check, I'll remind you about something. Uh, 18. Cool. Yeah, I think that'll... Um, there was a word painted on the wall upstairs. What or who is Scree? Screed. Screed. Mm, leader. I have no idea where he is. In town? Sometimes. He's the one seeking what they don't find. Screed leads. Look for thing. Screed a half-orc? Yes. With marks on face. Described. Um, Screed um, is a half orc with its tattooed face. It sounds quite distinctive. Yep. Um, and again, I'll give a sideways glance to um, Graf, Graf and um, Sigrun, neither of whom presumably go, oh, that guy, he's staying at the Ramble. No, it seems a little odd. You would think that this is not someone who would be able to wander about. He, yeah, I'm also guessing um, when Gear's seen him, he's been dressed in you know armor and weapons and tough looking and blah 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 blah. Correct. Well, we have neither Curse nor I ran across any description of anyone like that, which means either he's deep into his business in town, or he's there in disguise. Possible enough, I suppose, to tuck his ears paint his skin colour or do it with magic with no idea who this human who murdered Roderick was but it's it's certainly it's certainly possible there are disguised magics out there things that can things that can make a half walk look look like a man alright and um have you got any other questions I think that's the bulk of what you've got now got the bulk of what Gia knows uh she doesn't know but you, she can tell you the reason she doesn't know what, when the attack is coming yeah. is the, the signal hasn't been given. Yeah. Like, that's a decision that's going to be made. Based on something. She do, she's not privy to that. When, just When they find what they are seeking. Yeah, the, the, it hasn't come yet because they haven't found the thing. Yeah, so, so She doesn't, you know, someone will make that decision and then the signal will be sent. She's not responsible for that making that decision. So I will actually... Um, address this to Jagarin um, and tell Dane again and say, have you any idea what they'd be looking for? Should now have anything that would be of interest to the orcs other than our lives? There's the siege cauldron. There's the siege cauldron. Aye. We have a few magical things, but... They wouldn't struggle to find it, though. 
I mean, the siege the siege cauldron is pretty well known in town. Like it's well defended, mm. but it's um, it's well defended. But and uh, Jagrin will actually glance over to Kirst. Do you have any idea? And Kirst will um. Uh, oh yeah, Kirst not technically. I think Kirst will be in the room at yeah. this point. There's enough place to jam another person in here, yeah. and he would want to hear this. So um, when Sigrun came in to translate, Kirst has sort of moved out into the corridor and will um, stick his head around. I I don't know if Trunau doesn't possess any powerful artifacts or a cache of legendary weapons or anything of of that nature that I'm aware of. No, nor I. But they may not be looking for something that resides within Trunau, given that they began their search here from what um, you and Sigrun were saying there's a tunnel and some excavations. Mm, and digging, too. Maybe something under True Now, something we don't even know is there. Or something under something to the east or west. Aye. Time to hit the books on this one, I think. Presuming we have the time. At least there's a bright side to everything. Kirst will say it, smile at you, and yep. then look down rather rapidly as his father's gaze intersects with his. Aye. Well, I believe we have the extent of what she's what she is to tell us. If you've no if you've no further thoughts or questions, glances round at the three of them, and then I'll turn back the gear and say and say say to her, close your eye and, and say that's all that's all I need to know. Close your eyes; it'll be over in a moment. What does take gear home? It may have taken it may have taken a few hours later, but you fell in battle and you died fighting. Mm. You fight well. And at that point, I will just jab the woman war axe into her throat. Yes, she dies. She dies pretty well instantly, and um, seems contented enough with this as an outcome. Yep. And the uh, put my clean my blade off, put the hook knife away. Unmanacle her and Tamar just generally sort of brushes at himself vaguely unhappily with it. Like yeah. he's, he's ruthless enough to interrogate her. He might or might not be ruthless enough to torture her, but he's glad he didn't have to find out. Yeah. And um. And just finds the whole thing vaguely distasteful. Um. Sigrun will nod, nod fairly respectfully to you. You did that well. Here, give me a hand with her body. Let's carry her outside. And um, basically she's going to propose sort of tucking the body discreetly away in a covert. Yeah. Sort of basically returning it to nature. Yeah, if we've got anything um, remotely resembling a, a river or stream. Yeah, or that's a good... Area, we'll that's go right. Ca- carry, carry her down to a nearby river and kind of um, put, the body, put the body down just on the edge of the river style of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then um, return to Jagrin now. Talk briefly to him discussing this, but I think that's kind of the end of what useful we can get out of it. Yeah, and I think um, Jack, he will look at Tomar and then hold out his hand. Tomar actually like hesitates for a minute, waiting for the other shoe to drop, and then shakes it shakes it lightly. You've done well here, boy. Get your ass back to town and uh, meet me in the longhouse. I'm going to go wake up Helga. We need to talk this over a bit more. Aye, sir. Uh, cursed Sigrun, uh, cursed you too. Uh, Paladin Rock Crusher, if you'd be so good as to join us. us. And uh, 
In fact, if you will go to the sanctuary and um, wake Tiari, uh, I don't think we have... I don't want to assemble the full council, but you might as well report into her and let her know you're not dead so she doesn't drop another stack of papers on the desk this morning. No rest for the wicked tonight. Well, you woke me up, boy. Hey, hey, you can be seeing your bed after you report in... You can be seeing your bed after you report into me and the chief defender. Oh. <laughs> okay. And at that point, we head out of the dungeon and back to town. Yes, the playhouse is pretty much a um, spent force at this time. Yep. Um, you head back to town... Um, where basically, um, you, I presume you just kind of meet these, meet these guys mm-hmm. at the, the longhouse? Very much so. Like, I'll get Sigrun. Sigrun can more or less break off on her own briefly and go back to the sanctuary and, yeah. and report in. Yeah. Um, but yes, we will head for the longhouse. Yeah. So you have a very abbreviated council consisting of, um, uh, Jagran, Halper, and Tiari. Yeah. Um, Jagran will tell you privately that given that you suspect that there are people in town, he doesn't want to alert the full council to what's going down. I, think, that, I think that's very wise. Uh, we don't know how many of them are in on this conspiracy. Alright, so basically you repeat what the information yeah. you have, and then um, Je- the three of them talk privately for a little bit, and um, how- afterwards they come back out, and... Um, Halgra will clasp both of your hands and both of Kirst's hands and um, both of Sigrun's hands. You've brought warning that the town badly needs. We don't know when this attack will come, but we'll do our utmost to prepare for it and we'll remember that our citizens stood vigilant and watched out for us. Thank you both. And um, Tiari will come up to you and... uh, you have the Church of Iomedes' utmost gratitude for rescuing one of our paladins. Uh, Paladin Rock Crusher did not want to go into great detail, but she made it clear that she was in peril and that you, sa- and that you saved her. Uh, the Church of Iomedes wishes to express its gratitude in more tangible form, but uh, I have just woken up. I will uh, be by uh, your, uh, your home tomorrow later in the day to dispense a more tangible expression of the Church's gratitude in this matter. Yeah. He will he will wave a hand with her well to blow her off slightly well satisfied with that. Or said her I a Paladin Rock Crusher fought till she was unconscious and then rose again after her capture to uh, face to face off against several more of the creatures within to, within the plague house. Alright, and then um Sure the unconsciousness was born about by falling on her head, but I don't need to tell you that. Yeah. And then um Jagran will um say I'd like to speak to you privately. Aye, sir. We'll take you into a back room. All right. I'm deputizing you back into the militia for the duration of this crisis. And Tamar will blink, you know, slightly surprised, um, because he's he's still back at, like, they actually listened to me this time, and then get very slightly sardonic, and that's very kind of you to to put Trunau's interests first like that, sir. I don't see any point. You've done some bloody good work here, and I'm glad you didn't come to me when all you had was speculation. I feel Curse could have been a little more forthcoming, but then he doesn't talk much. But you did you did good work finding you did good work digging all this out and finding out there's a threat to the town. I couldn't have done it without him, sir. We needed to prove that Roderick's death wasn't a suicide. Too many people were too quick to assume that. I feel. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to just let that be awkward. Yeah. Just fuck him in the eye. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Tamar's a bit better about the, you know, you can rejoin the militia temporarily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck you. That wasn't actually what he was going for. Um, let me, um, let me reword that slightly. It's, um, mm. After this crisis, you can decide if you want to stay on in the militia or um, or consider your service done. And at that one, um, Tamar will definitely blink a couple of times and look quite surprised. And then, uh, uh, I, sir, I'll, uh, of course, I'll stay. Uh, I'll stay. Um, I'll give that some considerable considerable consideration, sir. I'm making you a sergeant. But I don't see a place for you in the regular rank. You're, uh, odd. Aye. And, uh, you've done some good work poking around looking into this. This will give you some authority, this will give you some authority to do, to defend the city and watch over trouble. I'll let you know if there's things I need you to be doing. And the duration of the current crisis. And I'll expect you to bring me anything else like this, any, a clear word you find. Aye, sir. I'm telling you privately what we'll be doing to do our best to protect the city. Eh, because I imagine you'll want to know. We're going to bring it, I'm sending out, I'm doubling the scout out patrols and sending them out to watch for trouble, trouble all along our borders. And we'll be bringing in the farmers as quietly as we can, making certain they're all within the walls. I'm afraid that as we don't know exactly when this attack will come, we have to prepare for it cautiously, husbanding our strength in case it's not for a while. Aye, sir. But whilst being ready in case it's tomorrow. Aye, they won't catch us completely unawares, and that's worth quite a bit. It is indeed. I'm glad you brought us this. I'm very glad you brought us this warning. We stand our ground, sir. We live free. Indeed we do. Part of the vow. And yep, indeed we do. I can't authorise a search of all the half-orcs inside for now, however much I might like to. Algra wouldn't... Algra will never stand for it. Nor should you. We'll, we'll only tip them off. And... There are half-orcs like Sarah Morninghawk who are clearly not involved in anything like this. Aye, sir, clearly. (laughs) Without knowing more about which ones of them may be the conspirators, I can't simply go around arresting any halfie. And it must be a relatively small group from the information you got from the Flood Troll. I'd agree with that, sir. Some Some of the halfies in town are the good ones. I'm very worried about saboteurs or spies, and what they may be up to. But we'll, we'll keep, the militia will start asking around very quietly, but there's a very limited amount we can do without... These people have apparently been in town and haven't been found. They must be relatively good at this. The town's not used to spies. That's more of a matter for... The outside. Aye. It shouldn't surprise me if they're either moving underground or in some manner of disguise, or even both. Anyway. We don't know where they're going, but we at least know where they've been. If I may suggest, sir, 
uh, map of Trunel, yeah. that we have no no great no compelling reason to deploy troops to X, Y, and like the places yeah. where they've marked off. You know, yeah. these are where we think they won't be. Yeah. So, well, you talk to him about that a yeah. little more, and then I know you'll be wanting your beard, and I want mine. But well done. Blitz, couple of times. Uh, I just realised it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But well done on this. I appreciate. I, I appreciate you bringing me word uh, word of this attack on the town, and it's good to know about Roderick as well. His funeral. Now that we have this information, his funeral will be tomorrow at sunrise. Uh, tomorrow at sunset. Uh, Kirst has said he'd like you to be there, and I would like that as well. Aye, sir. Roderick was uh, a good soldier. Yes. He, he thinks about friend for a moment, you know, doesn't quite get there. Yeah. And, um, you know, Jagran kind of just gets up and yep. leaves at this point. Yeah. And I will just kind of sit there for a few moments with Gail back on my shoulder again. Then she says, all right, back in the militia. Back to being a proper soldier again. I oh, and um, Jagran gets up, looks like he wants to leave, and then um, shakes himself a bit, um, digs around, and gives you some sergeant's insignia. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Then he leaves. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll sort of just be turning them in my hand, looking at them and thinking about them as I talk to Gale. Um, I, well, back where I wanted to be, at, at least for the duration of the current crisis. Jagran can't speak to how long it'll be until circumstances change again. And of course, there's always the chance that I'll put my foot in it again somehow, and there's that little crackle of lightning that surges off him and down the sides and stripes and just burns the edge of them very, very slightly before he crushes it out with his thumb. Um, but we'll see. At least this time they listened. Ah, that they did. That they did. Where do we go from here? Oh, Gail. What a very good question. We can hear the thunderclouds on the horizon. Now we wait for the storm to roll in and the lightning to strike. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Yep. It's 3 a.m. You're in a council longhouse and you have not had any sleep. Yep. Yep. I'm done. I'm going to bed. Cool. Yep. All right. So a bunch of stuff is going to happen over the next day or so. Um, Yep. I will tell you one thing in advance. Yep. Um, You hear a ding noise. Ah. As you reflect that you have brought the town warning of an imminent attack and solved Roderick's grass murder. Hooray! Uh, and you feel like you have learned stuff from this uh, valuable and it must be said tiring experience. And uh, you hear a ding noise and go up to third level. I'm very pleased that he gets a funeral. Yep. I am. Um, Tomar um, still stands by his. Um, his concept that, you know, he's he's not overly enamoured of the guy that just assumed that his son has killed himself. Yeah. Frankly, I, I'm not overly enamoured of um, Jagram's general setup here. Also, Tamara's just better at the yeah. world in general. Yeah. Well, you got the best that Jagram had to give. Yep. That I did. And yes, Tamar reflects on his levelling up and the one spell slot that he will receive. Yeah. And the new cantrip that he will learn. Yeah. I can read magic.